Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. All right, joining us now on the overnight crowd, Sarah Wildy from the edge of the crowd, our regular look at the Suncorp Super Netball competition. Can you believe it? There is only two rounds to go before final. So let's catch up on round 12, Sarah. Thanks for your company. And uh, wow, we are rapidly coming to completion in the regular season of the netty. I know, it's crazy. And I swear every week that goes by, I just feel like I have no idea what's going to happen the next weekend. It continues to confuse me and I just don't know who's going to play finals still. I know, this is throwing me as well. So let's start, we'll start at the top. Uh, on the on Saturday, 28th of May, we had the Magpies taking on the Swifts and the Magpies took it out 66 to 58. They did. It was, uh, it was a tight match for the first half, but as has been the theme for the past couple of weekends, the Swifts, they really just fell away in the second half. I mean, they made a few errors in a row um, and Sinclair came on for the Magpies and that really was a major difference and helped the Pies get on top. But the Swifts, they just had no answers again and they were quite disappointed with themselves after the match. But it's hard to compete with the likes of Jeeva Mentor and Jodie M. Ward uh, in the Magpies' defence. They were, that was possibly their best half of the season, um, the second half on Saturday. So, they got the Pies the win. And they needed that win. It keeps them in touch with they the four. Did. Even though they're currently sitting on seventh in the ladder, if you can believe it, they're in touch with the four. I know that. We'll get to the ladder at the end of this, <laughs> but they are in touch. The second game on Saturday, well, we've said it, I think, almost weekly. The Firebirds, we keep saying, can you call it an upset when they beat another team? But honestly, we didn't see them beating the West Coast Fever happening. They beat them 72 to 68 over at RAC Arena in the West. So at a win... Against the Fever, away, big win for the Firebirds. This was massive and absolutely unpredicted. Like, <laughs> would not have thought this was happening a week ago. But um, they really showed up, the Firebirds, which was it was just exciting to see them back um, playing some of their better netball. Um, I think that they were pretty fired up for the first weekend of First Nations round as well. They've obviously got um, our only two First Nations players in their team. So they were pretty up and about for that. Um, but a trip to the West is always challenging. So they really did um, find some motivation this week and really regroup, I think, um, after a few losses on the trot, which was really sending them to the bottom of the table. Uh, they are back in the top four um, <laughs> with that win. They were all square at halftime and all square at three-quarter time. But in the final quarter, um, I think Mia Stauer for uh, the Firebirds really did help um, Gretel Buetta, who absolutely ran the show for the Firebirds. But... Uh, that combination really brought them home and the fever, that's a couple losses at home in a row and a bit disappointing for them. It is a bit disappointing. You mentioned the couple of First Nation players that we do have. We'll touch on maybe at the end of this, just your reflections on how this First Nations round has gone because they're always such special, special weeks. So we'll save that up for a little mm-hmm. bit. Don't let me forget. Uh, the Vixens yeah. took on the Lightning on Sunday 
more well, Sunday, May 29th, uh, and it was the Vixens who, top of the table, beat the Lightning 64-60. to 60. They've almost, almost wrapped up their minor premiership. They are now two games clear at the top, but there's obviously two games remaining. So uh, another win this weekend will absolutely cement themselves at the top and a home final to come. But um, for now, they're, they're clear and quite clearly clear on top of the ladder as well. Um, they were calm when it mattered on Sunday, and I think that, that was a key difference. The Lightning... Uh, battling a little bit of an injury. Well, they would say there's no injury, but Steph Wood seems to be a little bit proppy on her knee uh, for the second week in a row. So that was a, a bit disappointing to the Lightning. But um, the Vixens, they started strong and they finished really strong as well. Um, managed to put off the the Lightning super shot uh, to finish the game. And uh, yeah, took away a, f- a four-goal win, which is key for them. They just need to keep winning and just keep winning solidly and pushing ahead. They want that home final, I think. Yeah, they've got one hand on that sort of home final at the moment. One more win out of yeah. the last two games and they've they've sealed it. Uh, Giants versus Thunderbirds. I think heading in, this was three versus four and uh, the Giants mm. secured a bit of safety in the top four, 59 to 50. Yeah, this is a really key win for the Giants. Um, and they, they started out of the block so strong. So Thunderbirds were well and truly behind the ball with this one. Uh, I think it was 18 to 7 in the first quarter or about that um, goal differential. And it really came down to the Thunderbirds being their own worst enemy. They had seven general play turnovers in the first quarter alone. Uh, They were missing their playmaker, Georgie Horges, but no excuses. The Giants really did just come out really, really well in that first half and put the goals on the board, which is what they needed to do because you know that Thunderbirds are going to find their game at some point. Um, and they found it in the second half and actually won the second half, but they were unable to do undo the damage that they'd uh, faced in the first half. So a solid win for the Giants. Um, yeah, another important win on their road uh, to securing a spot in the finals. And I think they they should go close now. They've got a couple of tough games, but yeah, they're in a good spot now. They're back in the top four. If you are just joining us, we're chatting with Sarah Wiley from the edge of the crowd about the current Suncorp Super Netball. We're doing a round 12 recap. The winners in round 12, Magpies, Firebirds, Vixens and the Giants. Now, your reflections quickly on this first um, part of the First Nations or Indigenous rounds for netball and, and how, how have you seen it go? Yeah, it's been really great to see uh, each team that's had a home game last weekend um, celebrate the the land on which they play the game of netball and um, especially to see the Firebirds. They were playing um, over in Perth on Wajak Noongar uh, land and uh, that is, of course, um, Danelle Wallen's home country. So she was back home um, playing uh, and I think that, that really excited her. She had a lot of family in the crowd, family and friends. And um, the Firebirds, of course, have our two First Nations players and um, they celebrated both those players and they'll celebrate them again this weekend when they play at home um, in Queensland. So the round continues this weekend with, of course, um, four more games and each team that didn't play uh, at home last weekend will play at home this weekend. So they are able to celebrate um, the culture uh, of the, the land in which they play. So it's, it's a really special um, couple of rounds and I think that we've come a, a long way, but there's still a long way to go in terms of having those pathways for our First Nations athletes. So yeah, good, solid work being done and really good to celebrate. Can't wait to be talking when the numbers are further than, than two playing I in our, our top flight netball. And it will happen because things are starting to 
go in that right direction. And, and these two women that you speak of uh, are great ambassadors and great. It's You know what it's like when you can see it, you can be it. And so it's a starting point. And, yeah, I'm excited to see more athletes come through Super Netball without a doubt. Um, that's going to be an exciting thing to celebrate in a few more years. So round 13, Firebirds versus the Giants. What are we looking at here? That's third versus fourth. It is. And if the Giants want to sort of cement that spot in the top four, a, a win against the Firebirds is the way to do it. But I think the Firebirds have found their energy again last weekend. So uh, I'm expecting them to show up at home this week. And I, I actually think they'll challenge the Giants and might even get the win at home. Okay. Uh, Thunderbirds, your Thunderbirds versus the Vixens. So Thunderbirds in fifth. They've just dropped out of the four. And Vixens, obviously, if they get that one win, they'll have secured the minor premiership. Yeah, there's a lot on the line for both teams here. The Thunderbirds have to win um, to be any chance of playing finals, I think. Uh, and the Vixens, they, they want to secure that minus premiership, as I was talking about before. So uh, it's a massive game. Being a hot last home game for the Thunderbirds this season, they've got a lot to celebrate um, for 25 years. And I think they will show up and uh, take the Vixens all the way. But I think the Vixens will just pit them at the end. Okay, and then on Sunday, Swifts take on the Fever. The Swifts need the win to make sure that they are in touch with the top four, whereas the Fever, they want to bounce back from a loss. Oh, 100%. It's crazy that we're speaking about so many teams being <laughs> like in touch with the top four, but uh, the Swifts are another one of those teams that yeah. are just out of the top four, and they they really could be in it um, with a strong win over the Fever, but absolutely the fever have to bounce back they they will be disappointed with their result on the weekend and they'll be keen to to show up in sydney that's for sure and lightning versus magpies to finish it off currently seventh versus eighth if the magpies can win it again they could go into 24 and i guess potentially depending on other results find themselves in the top four after coming from seventh Absolutely crazy. Uh, speaking to Nicole Richardson after the game last week, she's like, well, we're, we're still technically a chance. Um, and they just have to keep winning to be a chance. And I think that having that, while it, it obviously it depends on other results and all those sorts of things, having that potential top four spot, you know, still in their sights is really driving the team and um, we'll drive them again this weekend to, to beat the lightning up on the Sunshine Coast. And I think they'll do it. So I think they'll, I think we'll be, you know, talking about there's still a bunch of teams in with a chance at the end of this round with one weekend to go. Now, I didn't um, give you any warning again this week, but do you have a moment of the weekend for us? Uh, I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, okay, we'll go with a moment, but it's from the Port versus Essendon game yesterday. I managed to get to the footy on the weekend and uh, Charlie Dixon being back for Port oh. is um, a really exciting time for us Port fans. It's been a little while since we've had him in the, on the field and see him overcome another injury. Um, it was really exciting to see him snap his first goal uh, and then I think he got another as well. But a solid win from Port wasn't the most pretty <laughs> performance considering the uh, absolute downpour that happened in the third term. But uh, yeah, good to see Charlie Dixon back out there. Good to, definitely good to see him back and good to see Port Adelaide getting the job done. Although Essendon fans would be like, turn her off. Don't talk to Sarah anymore. She's a Port fan. <laughs> Thanks for your time again this evening. It's always great to have you here on the Overnight Crowd. Thanks for having me again, Jen. All right, Sarah Wildy from the edge of the crowd. Just a reminder of the ladder in the Super Netball with two weekends, two rounds to go. The Vixens are on top on 40 points, eight points ahead of the Fever on 32. In third place, the Giants on 24, just the eight points back again. The Firebirds currently have fourth on 20. However, 
in fifth, sixth and seventh, the Thunderbirds, Swifts and Magpies are also all on 20. And then it's the Lightning in eighth position on 16. So very close and mathematically, plenty of teams still a chance to make the top four. So we'll catch up with Sarah in about a week's time. If you want to chat some netball or just anything else, give me a call. one 736 736 Let's talk soon. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.